Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're at uh, Part Time Creatives. Uh, we have our first guest for the show, Lucy Gransbury. She is uh, one of my oldest best friends. We grew up on the same block together. Uh, your we oldest went... best friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm no senior. <laughs> I'm struggling. Okay. <laughs> we have been friends for a very long time and she is one of my best friends. We grew up on the same block. She is also a creative. Nommy nom nom nom. Thank you, Sam. Nommy nom nom. I love ham. She has been in My Life is Murder. My Life is Murder? Yeah. Wentworth. Wentworth. <laughs> uh, the hit web series Lucy and Dick. You are the Lucy in Lucy and I Dick. Am. I'm not the Dick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. I reckon seven out of ten. Perfect. Uh, the the pilot episode hit five hundred thousand views. I don't know if you are aware of this. I, did, I, did, I wasn't, but that's great. That's Which pretty is cool. How that's, many MCGs? That is five MCGs. Don't eat. So yeah, that's pretty special. I like um, that. What else can we say about you? You're, you're a, a glowing person. Uh, <laughs> you're a new mum, and you've been kind enough to join us today. <laughs> We should we should do this every time we meet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're such a popular person. We thought, how do we get one-on-one time with Lucy? I know we'll create a podcast, yeah. and then we can. Bring her <laughs> That's in. the only way that we can hang out from yeah. now on. One-on-one time. Yeah, Lucy Gransbury. Hi guys. Hey. hey. This is hilarious. Obviously, <laughs> because well, you know, because we're not normally so formal when we meet no. because we've been friends for a million years. But I've got to say, part-time creative as a concept for a podcast, I am. A hundred percent in because I feel like <laughs> in Australia, anyone who is a creative can relate to that. Yeah. The fact that it's only part time and you've got to have your side hustle and a million yeah. things going on, even the most recognizable faces got finger in other pies. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you could have called the podcast Pie Fingers, really. <laughs> <laughs> you might have got a different, crap. different category. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps getting denied from podcasts. <laughs> Tell you what, Explicit though, you porn would be all over it. Yeah, that's true. And that's what the money is. So, what are we thinking? <laughs> it's true. Like, how, what do you think the percentage is of creatives in Australia that are 100% just that's their income? I like, reckon it's like Nicole Kidman and yeah. Kate Blanchett, it's their income. Maybe yeah. Hugh Jackman. And yeah. then for the rest of us, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think I've heard he's doing all right. <laughs> and then for the rest of us, we have a, a side job. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I've got a good story on this. Yes. <laughs> Can I Hit tell us, it? Please. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> why I brought story. you in. <laughs> well, I have no idea if this is based in fact or not, but Doesn't I mean, matter. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> like someone else can look this up. But I remember hearing that John Wood, you know, good I old. have no idea that is. What? I'm not from here. Sorry, not here. Well, Kiwi, it's American. just like, it's everyone's kind of grandfather. Okay. <laughs> is he the guy from the castle? No. No. Sorry. Okay, that's what I imagine. The guy from the, who are you? The one that says like the big Oh, right, That's everyone's. Ours is serenity. John Wood was the lead in Blue Healers for a long time. I've got one farmer impounding another farmer's bull because he damaged a fence. I want to get over there before the shotguns come out. And he's always on Australian television. And at one point, he was the highest paid actor in Australian television when he was a senior constable, whoever, on Blue Healers. And he wrote an article in an Australian newspaper because he found out that even as the highest paid actor in Australian television, he was earning less than the dog on the American sitcom Mad About You. This is no... Oh. So that's just a reflection of so the Australian maybe, industry. Yeah, we should go back to oh. America. Yeah, yeah, why don't we come back here? <laughs> so we're all aspiring to be John Wood and earn less than a dog. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, where did the money for the dog go? That's just what I want to know. Like, 
Oh, that dog that is dog. rich. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have a really nice bed? He's, he's yeah. got a really diverse stock portfolio, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and his puppies get the shares afterwards. Like, how does this work with dog money? I don't know, but I want to come back as that dog. He's paid in both. I'm serious. <laughs> Legally, like, someone could represent that dog. Speaking of being paid in bones, um, you and Jeremy, <laughs> this is a very strange segue, <laughs> your husband Jeremy and you during lockdown in Melbourne, mm-hmm. you guys had some of the most awesome posts on Instagram. You, <laughs> you guys made the most out of being locked in Yeah, well, I mean, 2020 was shit for everyone, mm-hmm. obviously. And I was pregnant. I was going to say I was heavily pregnant, but I wasn't heavily pregnant the whole time. By I was heavy and pregnant. But, <laughs> um, so it was just the longest, longest year. And so there was one point at like, I reckon we would have been maybe four weeks into the lockdown that turned out to be about 20 weeks long in Melbourne. Mm. And Jeremy was like, just, he had booked a day off for leave that we were supposed to be going away. And so we still had this day off of leave and we were like, what are we going to do? We can't leave the house. And he's like, I know this sounds weird, but I want to go camping in the living room. He's like, <laughs> sure, whatever you need to do, sure. It's your day of leave, <laughs> It's mate. your day. So we set up a tent and we had like a fire playing on the TV and we like made s'mores and, and you know, um, like two-minute noodles on a little camp stove and just had a really, really good day. A camp felt, stove in your apartment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very dangerous. <laughs> and we felt uh, genuinely relaxed after this day. And oh. uh, also, you know, the rule was no phones and stuff, but if, I was taking photos because the gram. Airplane mode. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, yeah. 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 Um, and after this day, we just both felt really relaxed. And so we were like, okay, well, what should we do next weekend? And then it became this whole thing where every weekend we were coming up with a new thing to do. So we did camping. We, we went to Italy. We... Um, uh, the the mini golf. Min- I mini love golf. the mini golf. That um, was awesome. The pinnacle was the last one we went on a cruise. And we <laughs> got this huge blow up pool in our apartment and filled it with water. On hindsight, it was probably not the greatest idea because yeah. it was you Wait. know we, we could have flooded the whole thing. But, but you didn't. But we, so we did it. it was fun. And it was great. So <laughs> yeah, that got us through. And then finally, we got out of lockdown, and here we are. Yeah. See, so this is what brings me to being paid in. The dog being paid in bones. Yes. I'm getting there. I see. The um, <laughs> KFC have totally ripped off your... What? We think it's KFC. We're not sure if it's KFC. I'm pretty sure. There, there's Someone. like a, a married couple sitting in their lounge room <gasps> pretending that they're on a, or a a cruise ship and they've got on their plasma TV playing the um, yeah. the, the back of a cruise boat. I don't know if it's KFC. What? Yeah. Get out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But if it is KFC, we still would allow you to sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. But, but, I mean, would you be happy to be paid in KFC? Uh, yeah, if, in buckets of chicken. Rice? Yeah. Sure. How good would that be? <laughs> Dream of rice. Not the rice. I, I don't know what I said. <laughs> How good would that be? I don't know. <laughs> Roll playback. Buckets of chicken. chicken. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I would take anything. <laughs> yeah. At you this are point a in my creative, acting so. career, please just pay me in anything. I'll pay you if I can get the work. Yeah, so I got to that point now where I'm like, I'll pay you That's guys. how it feels a lot of the time, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, do you, if you've got an audition, do you do this thing? I, I do this. You, you count all so, your money before you get you it. You count your money. You're like, okay, I'm going to start buying this. I'm going to do this. And you plan your drive to work yep. just from like... One audition. You're like, no, this one is perfect because I really like this this route I'm going to take. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and the money is is spent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you get it all the like, time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, did we have any questions? Yeah, we had lots. 
Not yeah. questions. Not questions per se. <laughs> Grooming guys. Yeah. We just sort of, you know, wanted to chat Favorite about color. Lucy and what makes Lucy and what makes Lucy part-time creative or just creative. The thing about Lucy that's amazing is this part is, is cool, but this is not the part I was talking about. She was head girl, so I feel like this leads into why you became amazing. <laughs> Overall, it was like good start to life because you get everything done. Like you really just seem to like, you know, you hear about those mums that like do it all. I feel like that's you. <laughs> I'm in um, that case putting on a very good facade. So. You're putting on an amazing <laughs> facade. I'm like, I gotta do a podcast because like Lucy can do everything. You've got like headphones and your baby and you're like working and like, oh my <laughs> You've god. You've got a boob out while I'm breastfeeding, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> 18 months and I still am like, I need more help. <laughs> oh, God, then please don't think I've got all my shit together because I absolutely do not. But you uh, created your own one-woman show. It's like building a shopping centre around an old gum tree. <laughs> and then being surprised when it died. You had a cabaret show um, that you did in Fringe Festival in Adelaide and Fringe Melbourne. Mm -hmm. um, why did you decide to do that? And sort of how did that evolve? It so I did a degree in musical theatre at the University of Ballarat, finished in 2010. Um, and as part of our degree in third year, we had to do a 10-minute cabaret um, piece. And so there was 20 of our students putting together this show. And I thought I would hate it, but I ended up loving it, writing this 10-minute piece. It was about... Uh, oh, it, it developed into this thing about my obsessive compulsive habits. I use that word loosely, <laughs> um, although not that loosely. Um, and I wrote this 10-minute piece and I just had the best time. Now, if you don't know what cabarets is, basically singing and speaking of some kind, it's a very loose form. I just loved it because I think because I could kind of pick songs that I liked. I really enjoyed writing parodies. It was It could kind of go anywhere. And so then the year after... Uh, uni finished, I then did like a longer one and it kept getting a bit longer until I finally did a fringe show, so one hour um, cabaret show mm. and just had the best time. And so that was like maybe 10 years ago or something and I've done seven or eight fringe shows since then. Um, I think I've at this point written 12 solo shows and have done them in various fringes, but it can really sort of be anything, and I loved that with Cabaret. Um, yeah, so it's not somewhere I ever intended to go. I never, like, <laughs> honestly still, it feels like a side hustle to what I want to be, an acting career. I just want someone to give me a role in a movie or something. But my uni was really good at teaching us to develop our own work um, yeah. because, as you know, in Australia, it's one of the best ways you can keep yourself employed is yeah. by coming up with your own opportunities. And so that's sure. kind of what Cabaret was to me, and then it developed into something that I just really enjoy doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. And they were like sellout shows. You've had it taken a little bit of a break. Um, <laughs> I have, yeah. So that was an, a break before COVID. I intended to date one year off, which happened to be the year that uh, everything was cancelled for COVID. Mm. And that was because I was really sort of playing catch up in the process because with Fringe, with most festivals, you do the application and then the show starts six months later. And I was kind of at the point where I was sort of coming up with a vague title and a, a poster of my face and a really <laughs> loose description because I had no idea what the show I was going to develop would be. Mm -hmm. And so then by the time the performance came around, I felt like, 
all right, this is as good as I can do to fit that concept that I sort of came up with. So I'll put this on stage and there I'm done. And I was never like, a, like really happy with it. So I wanted to take a year off and write something ahead of time and then pitch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it kind of then all fell in a heap with COVID and then I had a baby and then it feels like I'm never really going to be able to <laughs> put <laughs> it all together there. again. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like five years from now. So you spend the next five years yeah, working yeah, on good. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good. We'll say that. We'll say that. I like that. We'll put that in. Yeah, you're just having a little, like, you know, practice time. Getting more material with a baby. The next yes. show is going to be epic well, if that, you do do People keep saying this to me, like, <laughs> oh, you must be getting some good material. I'm like, yes, but I also it. it's no different to the material that I've heard a million times before yeah, from, right. you know, people who've had kids. So I, I still feel like I need to find my angle with it, like yeah. the, you know, something that just makes it a little bit different to... <laughs> I'm exhausted yeah. and kids yeah. are hard. So yeah, I don't sure. know. I'll get there. She needs to do something really funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Ellie. Come on, Ellie. Yeah. Pick yeah. up and lift your game. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, I've always been very blown away that you've had the confidence to get up there and, and just bear your soul and, and be able to sell out crowds the way you do. That's partly mum and dad, though. Like, they, mum literally <laughs> invites the local butcher. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyone who's ever met my parents will come and watch, which is, which is lovely. How good. Well, to parents I'm as sure well. there are many part-time creatives out there that owe uh, a lot of gratefulness to yeah. their parents. Yeah, <laughs> so, so much admin great. involved. So much. In Tim could oh, never so do it. Bloody Tim admin. would have to hire me, and he'd make no money. Yeah. It is, and I... I take 40%. The, uh, the, the applications come out, and you have to be on your game, and it's just, yeah, it, it's it's full on. But yeah. um, <laughs> I think you've been my techie before at one of my friend shows, and like I've had mum on the lighting desk, and oh, you're, <laughs> I've you definitely, filming. I've filmed yeah, 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 yeah. You're filming, and yeah. my sister has been, you know, the runner and all these things. So um, I'm also, that's how I'm doing it on the cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying any of my <laughs> crew. <laughs> on one of your shows, you had an interpreter for Auslan, which you are also, are you fluent? Yeah. I would say I would say flu- fluent, but it's um it's as with any language that I can communicate fluently. But mm. if if two deaf people are having a conversation, they're going so fast that I can't necessarily right. keep up, mm-hmm. and I'm not at interpreter level. But yeah, it started when I did a, a show, a kids show years ago um, that I was just a part of, mm-hmm. and there was an interpreter, and I couldn't stop watching her, and I loved it. And I was like, I really yeah. want to learn that skill. It looks cool. It's thing. amazing, and I thought it would be a really handy, you know, skill I could put in my acting utility belt. <laughs> but I started learning it, and then I ended up going to like doing a a TAFE course over four years and just absolutely loving it, but discovering that um, I, it's it's wrong to play deaf characters. Right. So that was a huge learning curve um, because, you know, we should have deaf talent in deaf roles as, as with all representation. But it, it's funny that it's, it's opened up this whole world of opportunities for me that, you know, often my agent will get a call and they'll just straight up ring me up and say, there's a role f- like we, with Wentworth and My Life is Murder, my brief scenes in those, where they said, Lucy doesn't even need to audition, she's got this role. And I'd say, what's the role? And if it was a deaf role, I'd say, I'd, I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. But if it, if it is a speaking role that is also needs to sign, then I can yep. take it. But um, it's, yeah, it's funny that I thought it would open up a world of acting. It's opened up something completely different, but this huge passion for Auslan that I, I love. So I'd love yeah. to become an interpreter one day, but it's mm-hmm. it just, you know, things kind of got <laughs> sidetracked at some point. Do you mind... 
doing a little sentence for us so that, you know, we can, we can <laughs> throw, po- throw to the... I just uh, really start signing one. <laughs> just for everyone listening to the podcast. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's... Can we see your hands? I can show you some signs. There's mm-hmm. um, actor is like this. <laughs> Theatre is like this. Um, ballet, that's one of my favourite signs. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Um, facial expression, you know, like <laughs> um, Comedy and laughing. Oops, banging my mic. And... Um, uh, Part-time creative. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah, I so um, yeah, I, so I cool. love it. It's so expressive and it's, yeah. it's incredible, um, not skill to have, but a, a method of communication, mm. whether or not you know any deaf people in your life. But, yeah, so highly recommend learning at least the alphabet. Yeah, for sure. I, you actually taught me the alphabet back in, like, year 10. Yeah, because it was think. a really good way to, like, pass notes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like a slow process. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the old texting, like, you know, with the, the yeah, nine number kit. Oh, my God. A, bit, bit, bit. Yeah, it was <laughs> one letter at a time. But we got there. <laughs> uh, what's well, good, it, we're seeing it more and more in film and TV nowadays. Yeah. Um, there was, like, a, a deaf character in The Stand that was on... Amazon, we watched that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we just watched Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal, oh, nominated for a few Oscars. So good. That, oh, that yeah. movie was great. I think it's important that you stay here with us right now, Ruben. We're looking for a solution to, to this. Not this. The good thing about that movie is that they did have a lot of uh, deaf actors yeah. playing deaf roles. Yeah. Um, and rather than uh, the lead character in that goes. Deaf, so yep. that's, yeah. that's makes sense. Different, yeah. 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 Um, but there's been a real push in Hollywood to have um, the correct people representing yeah. A- yeah. any kind of ability or race or or culture or anything. So that yeah. um, and it, it opens up a whole interesting conversation about actors playing roles outside their. Uh, experience, mm. but also representation in the correct areas. So yeah, it's yeah. it's always a learning curve for everyone, I think. But that that movie really got yeah. it right. Yeah. And the lead guy, or not lead, uh, the supporting actor, his name is Paul Ratchie. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. He is sort of like the he was the he used to be an addict, and he sort of teaches the mm-hmm. the guy how to be deaf essentially. And he was amazing. He's yeah. 72, which I didn't think he looked 72 no. whatsoever. I really thought he was like 50, but maybe he had a bit of a hard life. The I don't know. Look. <laughs> but, um, look. He, he is not deaf, but he grew up as the only um, he could hear. I don't know what you would call that, like technically. Uh, in his family? Yeah. His parents were both deaf. It's called a coder, so that's child right. of deaf adult. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so wow. that's, that's him. And he's had the most, thinking of like part-time creative, he literally, this is like out of nowhere in a way. He's had roles here and there, very small, guesties, things like that. And then all of a sudden it's like he's nominated for an Oscar for that role. Being a part-time creative, um, tell us about how you are supporting yourself as a part-time creative. Well, Auslan, that was one thing I learned thinking that that could be a, like, I could interpret on the side, but that is a whole different career that I'd have to look at. Right. But um, oh, I've had a million jobs. Like, I was an Uber driver for five weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah which, was, which was awful. Um, I've done kids' parties for, like, ten years, face painting. Yeah, I've seen you come home when <laughs> oh, we were yeah. Covered in housemates glitter. for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just, Polka just dot dress. Having just... lost the will to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Oh, just a million uh, a writer, a million different jobs, but the the one that kind of stuck is a wedding celebrant because some couple asked me to become a <laughs> celebrant. I what? don't know who would do that. Who would do that to someone <laughs> four years ago? Like yeah, last four week years, or something? Yeah. 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 
yeah, so we um, married you guys. Uh, and the running joke there, of course, being that we grew up together and everyone always said that we'd get married. And in the end, we did get married. Or well, I married you to yeah. someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. And now, of course, yeah. and now we have a, a son and a daughter who <laughs> are already like, you're going to get married. <laughs> uh, the cycle continues. Set in stone. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. see the joy in that now. There's it's must really have funny. Yeah. We and then all the time. We Joey, met- wedding together. <laughs> Joey mentioned the fact that Rory licked Ellie's face yeah. uh, the other day uh, and now we're like, it's on. They were having a nice little cuddle and yeah. one thing went to another. Yeah. Yeah. And they're one and a half and four months old. But that's fine. That's Just think fine. of the 18th birthday. Exactly. We'll bring that video that out. Video yeah. out. Yeah. That's he'll right. be the yeah. perfect embarrassment <laughs> age. He'll be 18. She'll be like 16 and a half. Oh, I and can't they'll wait. be like, oh, my God. So embarrassing. Our gonna... parents are the worst. <laughs> no, guys, Let's get married. Yeah, not a way together. Let's go get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, celebrancy has been great on the side because it's like weekends and it's um, I know the dates when I'm booked in for weddings and able to kind of work other jobs, uh, other acting jobs around it. But, you know, it's always, it's always, it's like you've got balls in the air yeah. and you're trying mm. to drop them or not drop them. And for sure. Yeah. You know what it's like. So dream role. Easy question. Dream role. It would probably be music theatre because that was what yep. I studied and have never really worked in. Yep. I'd say Miss Hannigan in Annie. Oh, wow. Yeah, very. She she's knows. like, she's haggard, yeah. she hates kids. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Dream role. Yeah, how much fun. Yeah. Just get out there yeah. and belt it out. And, Should yeah. we produce a play? Oh. A musical? Please, yes. A yeah. one-woman show. That sounds like you do it. I'll, I'll okay. come watch. Okay. I won't do the admin. Tim will, I don't know, Tim will be good looking. Yeah. All right, all right. More pressure, guys. <laughs> I have to do everything. <laughs> Great, so I won't be good looking. That's <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, no worries, guys. I actually did this TikTok thing the other day where you like put your face in it and it like reflects the right side of your face twice or the left side because apparently people look at you on one side. I can't remember which side. And the side that I see myself at, I'm like, I'm all right looking. But the side that everyone else sees me at, I was like, oh, my God, that's what I look like to the rest of the world. It's not good. He did it. He looks the same on both sides. I was like, why are you so (laughs) handsome? I mean, I've been trying to tell you for years, Jess, you're absolutely hideous. (laughs) Thank you. Now I get it. (laughs) Good. I had really high self-esteem and now I'm like, oh. That's why we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Face radio. <laughs> From my husband. <laughs> uh, how are we going here? Yeah. Oh, well, timing wise, we're, we're. You've got we've a plane got to, to catch. Yeah. Um, I got a plane to catch. Yeah. Unreal. Um, Back you to know, Melbourne. I'm like Beyonce, really. Yeah, she yeah. is. <laughs> I got to go get my economy seat 16B <laughs> flight back to Melbourne. <laughs> on Jetstar. <laughs> yeah, on Jetstar. <laughs> Cheapest shit I could find. Well, you've been a pleasure to have on. Thanks for You're having me, guys. You're the best first guest we could ever think of. Well, um, stop that. The only one here at the time as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, you, we love Lucy. Everybody loves Lucy. Stop um, it. You've had... You're having a really great career. I, I love watching what's happening with you. you. You're always building and I know for certain you, you've had some good wins, there's some good runs on the board and one day things are just going to crack big time and yeah, you'll be a, a household name. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 every, tell it to everybody. It's, it's going to happen and um, and you've heard it here first. So yeah. here's the, the evidence. Everyone loves Lucy. Uh, Thanks, everybody guys. loves Lucy. Um, but also we'll take buckets of KFC for cash. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Bye. Bye. Oh. Yeah.
out in me and my tongue You can't step to my throne They ain't working like me 